This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who are the pine. I will be your host today, Mason. And today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric and Josh versus Benchwarmer Scott and returning player Marcus Ellis. Uh, so welcome back to the bench, Marcus. Go ahead and remind us of uh, where you're from, what teams you're for, and anything else like you'd like to share with us. Marcus Ellis. I live in Everett, Washington, which is north of Seattle. Uh, my Seattle Seahawks atop the NFC. So I'm just riding that wave. And as always, Adam Silver, give me an NBA team now, you bum. And I'm excited to that I, I didn't know I was going to be teaming with Mr. Unlimited today. So I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, Scott's been waiting for this one for a while. He's been wanting to team up with you. And as you can see, as you can't see in the listening to the recording, but he's wearing a Russell Wilson jersey uh, in honor of our guests. So, Scott, how are you doing? I'm well, man. We're going to cook today. That's that's what's going to happen. That's that's what's here. I'm excited also about the Seahawks being atop the division. I, I'm hoping this is, a, this is a deep playoff run, but we got to see what's going on with that defense. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited, though. This is going to be good. Uh, Marcus, what NBA team would you want to take, man? You want an expansion? So here's the thing, and I, and I think I speak for all Seattle fans when I say this. We don't want anybody's team. We want them to give us an expansion team. But I don't want to take anybody's team, but I will get uh, – at this point, I'll take anything I can get. So, Josh, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing fine. Everything's, everything's pretty good. Uh, um, yeah. I got no complaints and I don't know much to say right now. We'll see if I have some answers today. Not convinced I will, but we'll see. Yeah. It's a, it's my game. So usually Josh is not very happy with them. So maybe you'll get some of these today. Oh, at least one for once that might work in my favor. Usually Josh and I team up and we're struggling in these games. Eric, anything to add? Um, my wife has the worst timing in the world. Um, so just as we start to record, um, she just came home. So if you hear like somebody's being beaten upstairs, I'm not doing it. I don't know who's doing it. All the children are safe. Um, I just don't know what's going on. We have very terrible floors. Sorry. How dare she come home? Right? Does she not know you have a podcast going on right now? Listen, I send all the messages in the world. I'm like, can you please just keep it down? And then she, I think she does it for spite. I Because re- normally she's just sitting on the couch. And as soon as I start to record, it's like there's a marathon upstairs. And she locks herself in she's just all, all of a sudden just doing the running man right above me i don't know what's going on well she just got back from breakdance practice and she's throwing down the cardboard upstairs gotta get the moves down it was actually where she was at the fisher price store um spending all our money on gifts that we don't need to buy because the kid already has Andre toys so marcus and scott what is your team name going to be for today well since my son has been tearing it up this year that is DK Metcalf. We are going to be DK's trainers because obviously he's shredded and we're a big part of that. Glad to know that you guys are the ones behind him breaking out this year. So, And uh, Eric and Josh, your team name? Well, uh, before we got recording here, we were talking about um, election memes. And uh, the funniest one we were talking about was the one that had gritty as stone cold Steve Austin, so we are going to be Stone Cold Gritty today. All right. So DK's trainers against Stone Cold Gritty. Matchup I would never thought I would be saying out loud, but here we are. 
we will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. So now it's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points apiece. And for this one, I will give you, it's going to be pretty straightforward, I'll give you two professional leagues, and you must tell me the team name that can be found in both leagues. Uh, for each and there will only be one, so there won't be any kind of confusion as far as that. And also as a clarification, it has to be the exact team name, so Hawks and Seahawks are different, just as a clarification on that. Question number one, your leagues are Major League Baseball and the National Hockey League. All right, we'll check in. Stone Cold Gritty, it's checked in. DK's trainers, talk it out. Oh, I got it. I got it. It's uh, it's the Rangers, New York Rangers, Texas Rangers. There it is. We checked in. All right, DK's trainers checked in with the Rangers. Stone Cold Gritty, your answer? We pretty quickly came to uh, the Rangers as well. Also checking with the Rangers, and both teams are correct. The Texas Rangers and the New York Rangers. So everyone getting 10 points to start off the game. Question number two. Your leagues are now the NBA and the NHL. We can check that in. Stone Cold Grady checked in. DK's trainers. Go ahead and talk it out again. It's the uh, Kings, LA and Sacramento. There we go. Perfect. We checked in. DK's trainers checked in with Kings and Stone Cold Grady. Your answer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I checked in really quick before I even sent anything to, to Eric. You know, it's, it's nice when I know at least these warm up questions. So, uh, yeah, it's the Kings. And both teams are correct. It is the Kings. All right, let's wrap up the tailgate. Question three, your leagues are the NFL and the CFL. I got it. We can check. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty for the first time today. Go ahead and talk it out. How many can you name? Uh, none that have a crossover with the NFL. Technically, there's two. Oh, you're right. There, there is technically two. I, okay, fine. For this one, I'll take either one. There are technically two. I will concede you're correct on that. So there's uh, the the Edmonton football team. Because <laughs> they changed their name. They're no longer the Eskimos, I believe. Um, but there's it's the Lions. There, there's the BC Lions. So we're going to check in with the, the Lions. All right, Stone Cold Grady checking with the Lions. DK's trainers, your answer? Yeah, it's uh, only a couple hours north of me. The BC Lions and the Detroit Lions. Yep, both teams are correct as the Lions. And as Eric pointed out, I completely forgot that uh, – Edmonton changed their name. So technically uh, Edmonton and Washington are both the football teams. So that was also a correct answer. So you can ignore everything I said about there only being one answer to these questions. I forgot about that. So after the tailgate, both teams are knotted up at 30 points apiece. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. So now we'll move into today's 
to into today's first quarter, which will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one. What center drafted 19th overall in the 2000 NBA draft became the second Canadian player to make an all-star game in 2004 and led the Storm to two WNBA championships while also winning three MVPs and earning seven all-star appearances? We'll check in. DK's trainers, check in. Stone Cold Grady, go ahead and discuss. Eric, it's a 2000 draft question. I'm disappointed you're not checked in already. No, I ha- I have it. I don't have the I don't know WNBA. You should know. Well, what's the well, what's the first part? It's Jamal McGlory. He's Canadian. I believe he's from Toronto. It's a Lori something. McGlory Sue Bird. Her name's actually Lori Sue. She's a grandmother. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I I'm I'm zero help with the WNBA stuff. I mean, I definitely have had a stretch where I was paying attention to WNBA when the links were good. I'm just trying to. Hmm. Wait, wait, it's not, it's not McGlory, right? Isn't it McGlore? Is it? I don't know. It's McGlore, yeah. But I just figured Lori is the only one that works with the girl's name. Nope, nope. It's McGlore. Okay. You had me initially going down the wrong road. Oh, uh, sorry. Lauren Jackson is the, I think she's Australian. So it's Jamal McGlorin Jackson. We'll check that in. All right. So, uh. Stone Cold Grady checked in with uh, Jamal McGlore and Jackson. DK's trainers, go ahead and tell us what you said. Yeah, we uh, we combined on this one. Uh, I got the center right away. Remember McGlore randomly making that all-star team when he played for New Orleans. You're welcome, Mason. And uh, then Marcus typed in Lauren Jackson. So we checked in with Jamal McGlore and Jackson. And both teams are getting points. The correct answer is Jamal McGlore and Jackson. Lauren Jackson is from Australia. She was drafted first overall in 2001 out of a high school in our school in New South Wales. When he said Lori, I was just like, oh, okay, well, this is going to be fine. Yeah, that's where I was struggling. I'm like, Lori. I thought I messed up for a moment. I was like, wait a minute. And then as I was kind of going through my catalog of, you know, big time storm players, it's like, well, Lauren Jackson played for him. I was like, wait a minute. Jamal McGlore, not McGlory. So They got her first overall in 01 and Sue Bird first overall in 02. You talk about getting it right. They, they were the best team in Seattle, the best basketball team in Seattle there at the end. Oh, yeah. By far. Not even close. I think they could have won a game. Question number two. Uh, what center, who was nearly traded to the Rangers for Tony Amonti, Alexi Kovalev, John Van Beesbrook, Doug Waite, three first-round picks, and $12 million, is the South African sprinter who is currently in prison for killing his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp, in his home in 2013. Tony Amante, that sounds like a pizza place. <laughs> it does. I got I got pizza there last night. Oh man, see, I got pizza, but we don't have a Tony Amante's up here yet. Uh I, I think we're good to check in with that, Marcus. All right. We're checked in. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. Go ahead and discuss. Oscar Pistorius is the Yeah. That's right. So so who was a rumored to be traded for a huge monster haul to the Rangers? His name would end in, was it Oss or? Did Eric Lindros? Lindros? 
Oh, yes. Eric Lindrosker Pistorius. Yeah, that's got to be it. I don't, I, va- I vaguely remember that. I mean, that's the only name I can come up with that kind of ends with the os. It's got to be. The time, the time frame adds up. Okay. So we'll check in with Eric Lindrosker Pistorius. Yeah. Stone Cold Gritty checked in with Eric Lindrosker Pistorius. And Deacon Trainer, is your answer? Uh, yeah. Started off Oscar Pistorius, obviously. And then it was just whose last name ends in os. And there's no bigger name at that time than Eric, Eric Lindros. So we checked in with Eric Lindrosker Pistorius. And both teams are correct once again. It is Eric Lindrosker Pistorius. The Flyers trade with the Nordiques was agreed to 80 minutes before the Rangers and Nordiques agreed to it. And in arbitration, they ruled in favor of the Flyers. So that's why he wasn't trading uh, to the Rangers. Question number three. What former Purdue tight end played with the Jets from 2008 to 2012 and was a safety that also played for the 2012 Jets after five years in Washington, making his only Pro Bowl that year? We're we're checked in. DK's trainers checked in. Go ahead and talk it out, Stone Cold Gritty. Tight ends, Dustin Keller. Okay. What was the year with the Jets? 2012. Leron Landry. Was he in Washington first? Yeah. That's probably it then. I I mean, I think that's the only... He was with the the Redskins and then the Jets. Yeah, okay. All right, I say it's Dustin Keller, Ron Landry. I, I don't know how that would work. Okay, you're checking in with that answer. Yes, with Dustin Keller, Ron Landry. Yeah, okay. And uh, DK's trainers, you answered. Yeah, I got the tight end before you even finished the question. I was like, that's got to be Dustin Keller. There weren't any other good tight ends from Purdue around that time. And then it was just trying to figure out the safety. And at first, my I was like, carry Rhodes? And I was like, that doesn't work. Uh, so then I was trying to think of what worked. And then you said Washington. And I was like, oh, it's got to be Leron Landry. So we also checked in with Dustin Kelleron Landry. And both teams are correct. It is Dustin Kelleron Landry. Leron Landry may be the only man in NFL history with a comparable physique to DK Metcalf. Yeah. Dude, dude was a beast. Question number four. What name shared by the mascot of a Los Angeles NFL team and the nickname of Quentin Jackson is the NBA player with the most career points that was born in Croatia. Yeah, that's it, man. Check that in. You're checked in. DK trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. Talk it out. Is it, uh, is, is Peja Stojakovic from Croatia? Probably. It would be Ram Peja Stojakovic, I believe. Let's go with it. Yeah, let's go with it. All right, we'll check that in. Stone Cold Grady checking in with Rampasia Stojakovic. And DK's trainers, go ahead and tell us your answer. Yep, Rampasia Stojakovic. And both teams are correct once again. Rampage was the uh, mascot of Los Angeles Rams. And the other names proposed for it were Archie, Rammer, Rush, and podcast favorite, Ramsey. And uh, yeah, and Page actually won his uh, only championship with the Mavericks in 2011. So, all right, last question of pre and post game: What outfielder set the record for the most home runs and hits in a single postseason during the 2020 playoffs and achieved seven perfect tens at the 1976 Summer Olympics in Montreal? All right, we're checked in. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty, go ahead and discuss. Nadia Komanich, right? Yeah, Nadia Komanich. So who is the outfielder who had the most home runs and hits in the postseason in 2020? 
Marcelo Zuna. He's a brave. Wouldn't this probably have to be somebody on the Dodgers or the Rays? Not necessarily. I mean, sure, you could through the other rounds, but the more games is more likely. Yeah, but who else would work? I don't know. So who are the Rays? Who's on the Rays? Oh, there's that guy for the Rays with that weird last name. His name's like Randy. I didn't see any of their games. I've only seen his name in print. Okay. A-R-O... Arosiena or something. Rosarina? Yes. Is that how you say it? I I think I've heard that. Either that or we can go back to the Braves. No, no. I think, I mean, because the Rosarina does work. It's got the na on the end. I would lean a player who played all the way into the World Series. I would say I didn't watch any of the World Series or the Rays. I just looked at box scores. I think I did see some a highlight of one of his home runs. Okay. So Randy, a Rosarine, Nadia Komenich. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Right, we'll check that in. All right. You're checking in with Randy, a Rosarine, Nadia Komenich. And DK's trainers, go ahead and tell us what you got. Uh, a lot sooner, but yeah, we came up with the same answer. Uh, Randy, a <laughs> okay. Nadia Komenich. It's like it's like you know how they talk about a, a it feels like it's in slow motion like a slow motion car crash that was like in the reverse like you guys were <laughs> crashing and burning and then all of a sudden I'm watching it in reverse and the car's coming back together and you guys are both fine. Oh, well, both teams are correct. Just to just to cement that. Oh, cool. Yeah, Nadia Komenich has a musical theme that was played on the Wide World of Sports, but was written before that and apparently was used as the theme for The Young and the Restless as well. So, yeah. He had a theme song? Things I didn't know. Apparently, it's called Nadia's Theme. It was written for a movie a couple years before that, and then they just decided to use it for, like, a montage of her performances, and then it stuck. And then Young and the Restless was like, let's just use it for our theme, which I don't understand that logic, but, hey, you, you do you. Well, after that first quarter, the margin remains exactly the same. Both teams have 130 points, so hopefully... We'll have some separation somewhere along the way. But we will move on to today's second quarter, which will be sporting haikus. Sporting haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. So here is your, your first haiku. Went 15-1, and one, benched for Jeff George the next year, never played with Sam. Um, yeah, I think that might be right. I'm just not sure how the third. Yeah, I don't either, but the, the sure first two were. Yep. All right, we're yep. going to check in. Stone Cold Gritty checked in. DK's trainers. Go ahead and discuss. 15-1 and one is, I mean. He didn't say you know. in a season. Say 15-1. and one, It could just be his record right. could as be a starter, course of- which also doesn't help. Yeah, we have no idea who Sam is. Oh, oh, I don't know what he means. Oh, is there any Sam that has relevance to the Falcons? So, 15 and one, 15 and one Chicago Bears. You said Jeff George played for the Bears, Jim McMahon. Uh, you know, I mean, 85, they went 15 and one. He was the quarterback. If you're saying Jeff, I remember Jeff George as Colts Falcons. He played for the Bears, but not, I mean, he didn't play for the bears until a long time after 85 oh you know who actually no i know who it is 
Okay. All right. Here we go. So 15 and one. Uh, I believe that was 98, the Minnesota Vikings. And he was old as hell. Randall yes. Cunningham. Um, okay. And then Jeff George definitely played for the Vikings late. I mean, like I said, he bounced around a lot. But when we were talking about him bouncing around, I remember he played for Minnesota. And Minnesota definitely went 15 and one. I think that was Randy Moss's rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that better than Randall. Never played with Sam. Sam Cunningham. Right. That makes sense. Okay, so check in with Randall Cunningham. Yep. Okay, Randall Cunningham. DK Strainers checked in with Randall Cunningham. Stone Cold Gritty, your answer? Yeah, you know, like Scott likes to say, there's too much Minnesota on this podcast. Um, but uh, Eric came to it pretty quickly, and yeah, I, I didn't get the Sam part of it. That's what was kind of throwing me off. But uh, Jeff George did take over the season after Randall Cunningham led the Vikings to the 15-1 and season. So. Randall Cunningham. Both teams checked in with Randall Cunningham, and both teams are correct. Um, so, yeah, I guess Sam was a reference to Sam Bam Cunningham. Um, so I just kind of threw that in there as an extra little thing because um, he played much earlier than uh, Randall did. Question number two, or haiku number two, I should say. Hurdle champion tripped over one in Beijing, then learned to bobsled. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, the, the bobsled part. That makes sense. Okay, checked in. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. Isn't that Lolo Jones? I think so. All right, yeah. we're going to check in. Yeah, she she went on to... That's all I know. I don't remember her tripping. I don't remember that part, but obviously she's... That that gave us a more recent, right? Like yeah, uh, Beijing. Beijing. It's not like going back into I know, the 80s or something. I think Gail Devers tripped, but that doesn't work. I don't think she ever bobsled. No, I don't all think right. so either. We're going to go with Lolo Jones. Stone Cold Gritty checked in with Lolo Jones. DK's trainers, your answer. You said bobsled in a sprinter. It's Lolo Jones. None of you picked up on the connection. She actually went to LSU uh, for a collegiate career. So, you didn't pick up on that, but that's fine. Um, Sorry, so, I, haven't, I haven't been yeah. paying to my uh, LSU uh, track lately. Yeah. But uh, in the 2008 Beijing Olympics, she was favored in the 100-meter hurdles, tripped on the second to last one, and finished seventh. And so she also represented the U.S. in the 2014 Winter Olympics, becoming one of only a few people to be in the Summer and Winter Olympics for the U.S. All right. Question number three. A Tar Heel head coach, a Longhorn bust from 04, and their name's the same. Yeah, we got, I, I know this one, Marcus. We can check in. Yeah. Roy Williams, I know. I wouldn't call him a bust. I mean, they made a rule about him. I mean, if, if they make a, a rule about the way he tackles people, then I would call that pretty successful. <laughs> Except if they what? made a rule to outlaw the way you do it. So that, yeah, and it ended his career. So if anything. Oh, boy. <laughs> Eric Rant time. Wait, 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 wait. You're, yeah, I was going to I was gonna do that. It's a different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Eric, we were on the same page here. What? Huh? Yeah. Just an answer your right. question. So um, we're going to go with Roy Williams. Stone Cold Grady checked in with Roy Williams. DK Trainers, your answer? Uh, Eric, this is the Detroit Lions wide receiver, Roy Williams, that he's referring to as the 04. Oh, is bust. it? Not the safety. Not the horse Either way, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, Roy, Roy Williams, Oklahoma is the safety. Oh, right it right is Oklahoma. <laughs> this is the string of lions wide receiver bust. Yeah. Any any Texans or Longhorns fans, we are so sorry. You know what? No, because that's why I, I said Longhorns. No, we're not. <laughs> I don't call him a bust either. I don't have a hat on. That's the problem. 
I mean, he's uh, he was come on, yeah, he's a bust. Yeah, is Charles I, Rogers not a bust? It wasn't Roy? Hey, that was the year before. No, the Cowboys Absolutely traded not. like a first round pick for Roy Williams. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make him not a if bust. Somebody trades a first round pick. There, are a lot of there have been two first round picks round. used for Roy Williams. Rogers. Not a bust. <laughs> All right, we're all- Charles, Charles Rogers is the isn't a bust just because he had the best Madden commercial of all time. <laughs> the one with him and Ray Lewis. Look it up on YouTube. I remember it. You're welcome. Uh, we were checked in with Roy Williams. Oh, okay. I, I missed that in all the the confusion. But um, both teams are correct. It is Roy Williams and uh, the head coach Roy Williams um, actually had his first losing season this past year. Went fourteen and nineteen as head coach of UNC. Question, question number four. A hit in the tenth, a long first behind the bag, believes in dinos. Yeah. yeah. No, I... All right, we'll check in. Stone Cold Gritty checked in. DK's trainers. Talk it out. Um, yeah. The Luis Gonzalez hit went up the middle for sure. In between. Yeah, because like that was me going, maybe that's considered behind the bag. I don't know. But why the where where does the dinos thing come I in? I don't know. Because like if he had said flat Earth, I'd be like, oh yeah, freaking Kyrie. Right, right exactly. I don't. Um, where's Jurassic Park located? We're <laughs> into halftime territory now. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I know this. The Isle of uh, no. I just don't know if that has anything to do with it. Like believe in dinos. I'm trying to figure out what that would even mean. The Raptors. Yeah. Dinos? I have no idea. <laughs> a hit in the tenth. We just got to think of like you know, I walk off hits would be my guess. Didn't Tatis hit a walk off in uh, extras this postseason? Maybe. I'd be surprised. I went down the first baseline though. Him being a righty. <laughs> I'm struggling here. Like that's the that's the most recent one I can think of. I think that was an extras. I think it was a I think it was a walk off. Like down the line at first behind the bag makes me think of like Bill Buckner, but that wasn't a walk off, and that was in like the eighth inning. Yeah, I we can just pick one of the ones that we said. Yeah, I, I wish the dinosaur thing made more sense and could help us. But. Yeah, I would just go with Tatis because you said more recent, and that's the most recent walk off that I can think of that was in the playoffs. Yeah, I guess we'll do it. We'll, we'll check in with Tatis. DK's trainers checked in with Tatis. Stone Cold Gritty, your answer. Oh, Scott, you were so close. <clears throat> Twins. No, it's not the twins. Okay, good. I was gonna throw. You were gonna hear a rant. No, 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 not the twins. You had the wrong inning. Bill Buckner was the tenth inning. Was it really? Mookie Wilson hit that ball. I don't know the dino part, but he hit the ball in the the tenth behind first base. So Mookie Wilson. Stone Cold Gritty checked in with Mookie Wilson, and for the first time in the game, one team will be receiving points. The correct answer is Mookie Wilson. So the along first behind the bag is actually the words used in the radio call of that. So that's why I use those, that specific um, term. And the Belize and Dinos, I actually saw this quote resurface recently. There's supposedly an article that asked uh, Mookie Wilson something about dinosaurs, like his favorite dinosaur. And he said, when I'm in a slump, I comfort myself by saying, if I believe in dinosaurs, then somewhere they must be believing in me. And if they believe in me, then I can believe in me. Then I bust out. Um, <laughs> And it turns out that quote is completely fake. Um, it was published in a Village Voice article and asked a bunch of Mets on the 86 team about dinosaurs. It was a fake article. But that particular quote has surfaced around a lot. So that's why I included that believes in dinos thing at the end. I mean, 
That'd be awesome if it was a real quote. I, 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 I thought it was, and then I had to do some research. It's like, nope, it's completely <laughs> fake. But the fact that that was a tribute to him, and it's still circulating today that that could be him that said it. Well, th- well, those Mets teams were pretty uh, heavy into drugs, weren't they? Yeah, like they, that wouldn't. They had Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden. Not good, yeah, yeah. I, think I was like, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. He was got interviewed after a game. I was like, oh, a lot I of those sports teams back in the eighties, early nineties were heavily into drugs. Buffalo Bills. Those if, around here, that's what everyone says is they were very hopped up on some stuff. Daryl Talley. Yeah, I know the what is it? The nineteen eighty Cardinals had a lot of between Keith Hernandez, Lonnie Smith, and uh, Miguel Andahar. All of those. There's a lot on. of nose parties going on. Well, yeah. I was gonna say we can have a callback to the episode that will be coming out shortly. Um, the discussion of Chris Carter and his uh, nose issues <laughs> before being traded to uh, Minnesota. It's uh, Chris Carter, man. All, all he does is touch. It's catch touchdowns, and and always have a fall guy, and, and always have a fall guy. Yeah. Okay. Last haiku of the round. Tyson gets hungry. Interleague play introduced. Year of the tiger. I think that's right, Marcus. Does that sound right to you? Yep. Yes. All right. Well, we're checked in. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. Go ahead and discuss. So he wants a year. I think so. Ninety-seven. Tyson bit Holyfield in 97. Okay. We'll check in with 97. So Grady checks in with 1997. DK's trainers, your answer. Crap, I think that's right. Uh, <laughs> Once he said it, I was like, oh, yeah, no. We checked in with uh, 1996. Checked in with 1996. One team getting points. The correct answer is 1997. Um, so that is when uh, Mike Tyson did bite both of Holyfield's ears. Um, interleague play started, and that was the year that Tiger Woods broke out. So, year of the Tiger was a reference to that. All right, heading into halftime, we finally have a score difference. Um, so, we have DK's trainers with 190 and Stone Cold Grady in the lead with 230. Now, time for the halftime show. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. So we'll start off with question number one of halftime. What British band was originally called the Baseball Boys before changing their name to a particular baseball term? Their debut album, Play Deep, went triple platinum in 1985, although it's unclear whether Josie ever came back from vacation. Uh, We're we're checked in. DK's trainers check in. Stone Cold Gritty. Go ahead and discuss. Can I ask my wife? She won't know the answer, but can I ask her? <laughs> there are no phone of friends in this podcast. Uh, she won't know the answer, but can I ask? No, I do. <laughs> it's not Josh Allen. Go away. <laughs> oh yeah. The, uh, the, so the song, the song is "Your Love," because um, Josie's on a vacation far away. Uh, no, it's Josie's on a vacation far Thank away. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that that's your performance, Scott. Not mine. It's the outfield. Uh, it's, it's it's the outfield. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I knew you guys had it. Oh, I had uh, it. He didn't have to say it. I didn't, it. I didn't I have it until you sang it. I'm like, what is he talking? About? <laughs> so me just saying the lyric wasn't no, enough. No, no, I needed to, I, know, I needed yeah. to hear it because I'm like maybe. Oh, you need to hear the rhythm. He needs the cadence. Because you know? just the lyric. Have you ever been to a trivia where they just read the lyrics? Hardest thing in the oh, world. Yeah. Oh, our, our, yeah, our we, fantasy uh, football. We yes. did that. Right? Fantasy football. 
Fantasy yeah, football. I remember that very well. I, I, I like the it. hardest trivia in the world is when somebody just reads you lyrics. Yeah, so we're checking in with the outfield. All right, checking in with the outfield. Stone, oh, sorry, DK's trainers. Go ahead and give us your answer. Yeah, I knew this one pretty quickly. It's a great song. It's the outfield. Both teams are correct. It is the outfield. I didn't know they were British. I thought I assumed they were going to be a U.S. band considering their baseball names. But um, the one of the founding members prior to naming themselves claimed that they didn't know what an outfield was until they visited the United States. And he said, we were just learning about baseball. It's an acquired taste and we're trying to acquire a taste for it. That song, that song is not going to be in my head for about a month. So good. You're welcome. Question number two. In a 2013 episode of The Office titled Lice, Jim goes to Philadelphia to have a meeting with an investor for a sports marketing company. What basketball player, one of Jim's personal heroes, does Jim end up meeting? We could check in. Do, do we need to cater to Eric any more than this podcast already does? I wasn't trying to. I was just coming up with questions. I, wasn't I, stopped, trying to. I stopped writing as soon as you said The Office. I stopped, I stopped with my hope for the uh, win as soon as he said the office. You do realize I'm the Triviality Office champion, right? Okay. No. Did you get any of the questions like, wrong like, in the office like one? I was a little disappointed. <laughs> well, DK's trainers, you yeah, can talk ahead. about since they're already correct. You know this, Marcus? Uh, no. I'm like a an occasional watcher of the office. I enjoy it, but I'm not nowhere near like a diehard or anything. I can't like tell you about specific episodes. It's not my thing. I I've seen a couple episodes and when something funny happens, I laugh, but it yeah. has never gotten me to go, man, I need to watch right. all this. The only thing I can so, think no, of I to go off of is they're in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. Dunder Mifflin's in Pennsylvania. So maybe it's a 76ers guy. If it's Jim's hero, okay. you know, I don't know where Jim's supposed to be from originally on the show. I have no idea. Okay, they're in Pennsylvania. Um, That's what I was thinking. Like Charles think, Barkley, Allen Iverson. I doubt Allen Iverson would be in an episode of The Office, but Allen Iverson Charles Barkley would do it. I don't think Charles Barkley would do it. Charles Barkley said some weird stuff, but I don't know. I feel like I would know that. Okay. Somebody like. I mean, it doesn't necessarily. Again, it doesn't have to be. Right. Seventy sixer. Could be Larry Bird for like all we know. Can't Bay Mutombo would know? do some weird right. stuff like that. Yeah, 2013 is when the episode came out. Yeah, but and like a hero, he said it's hero, hero so it makes so you think, yeah, 70s gosh. or 80s maybe. So I'm thinking like Larry Bird, or maybe it's not even Elton Brand. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, no, nobody wants to meet Elton Brand. Let me let me rephrase that. Nobody would recognize Elton Brand. They'd be like, oh, hey, it's my hero, and they'd be like, who the hell? Yeah, who's that? this guy? I don't know. You can, uh, take your best guess. You've you've seen more episodes than me, so you take your best guess, and I will support it a hundred percent. Yeah, we're just gonna go with Larry Bird. Patreon check in with Larry Bird, Stone Cold Gritty. What'd you check in? With? Uh, it's Doctor J, Julius Irving. Stone Cold Gritty checked in with Julius Irving, and that is the correct answer. It is Julius Irving. So the Philadelphia connection was there. Also. I did not know this until researching it. Um, Julius Irving was part of the first ever completely minority-owned NASCAR racing team. Um, so he, along with uh, running back Joe Washington, helped at a, a NASCAR racing team, which I thought was really interesting. Never would have expected that. But question number three. 
What film released in March 2020 stars Ben Affleck as Jack Cunningham, a high school basketball star who struggles with alcoholism and his marriage before becoming the head coach of his alma mater in order to bring them back into contention? I think it's this, Marcus. Uh-huh. Is this the name of it? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was going to make me crazy. I, I, at first, I could not get it. Yeah, we're checked in. UK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. You are free to discuss. It's, it's the way back, I believe. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. We're going to check in with the way back. Stone Cold Gritty checked in with the way back. UK's trainers, what you got? I had to get my partner's uh, head out of his hands. So it's uh, the way back. And both. I was just watching the trailer. I was just watching the trailer in here. That's what this is. You're trying to rewatch it on your hands. You have screens yeah. on your hands. That's impressive. Yeah, it's well, like the the Google Glass or whatever it is. <laughs> the right. Google Hands. Yeah. Um, but both teams are correct. It is called the Way Back, and um, they ended up digitally releasing it on March 24th. Um, and one of the other stars um, was Janina Janina Gavankar, who was the uh, Shiva on the lead. So, uh, yeah, she was also in that as well. Shiva. Shiva Kamini. So, uh, Josh knows what I mean. I do. I do. <laughs> oh, me too. Question four. In the movie Elf, Buddy's half-brother Michael is seen in multiple scenes wearing the jersey of what former New York Jet? That jog anything? <laughs> no. Cool. Not what I'm paying attention probably, to. That movie's on, you know. Yeah. Well, this is that's probably the Will Ferrell movie I've watched the least. Yeah, uh, it's one of. I'd say it's one of them that are like kicking and screaming. Which, by the way, when you were talking about the other guys, that's my all-time favorite. That's my number one in a couple episodes ago or whatever. A lot, a lot of the scenes were filmed right here in Albany. <laughs> the like the entire end sequence in the bank and the chasing and everything. That's hilarious. Do you want to go with that one? Yeah, I don't. Why not? Because yeah, the other. See, I didn't. I didn't think. Yeah. All right. We can just do that. I don't care. <laughs> we don't know it. Yeah, I mean, we don't. Neither one of us know it for sure. Yeah. All right, we're we're checked in. Ace trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty, go ahead and talk it out. He said a number in the eighties. Mm-hmm. I want to say Wayne Quebec because it's a number in the eighties. I want to say it might be eighty. And um, so he was on the he he would have been on the team roughly around the time that the movie early two thousands. Yeah, I, that that was my gut. I mean, I I don't think it's Lavernius Coles. I don't think it's I'm trying to think of other Jets around that time. Winkerbets sticks out. I mean, he kind of was the the one that you think yeah. about. You know, that was on that team. So I I'm fine with going with Wayne All right, We're gonna go with a uh, Wayne Corbett. All right, Stone Cold Gritty has checked in with Wayne Corbett. And DK's trainers, what did you check in with? Well, we thought Namath would be too obvious. Um, and we were kind of thinking about some of those, uh, you know, names that you guys just threw out. But um, we were thinking about a jet in the 80s. And the no, one guy that sticks out in that era is Mark Gastineau. So we mm. Mark Gastineau. All right, checking in with Mark Gastineau. And one team is getting points. The correct answer is Wayne Crebet. So yeah, the number 80 jersey, as Eric was pointing out earlier. And no player since his retirement has worn number 80. It's kind of unofficially retired by the Jets. Because hmm. nobody will ever have more concussions than Wayne Crebet. <laughs> I think I think 
Jim McMahon gave him a run for his money. Terry Bradshaw, just watch him every week. I mean, Gus Rock <laughs> gave himself a concussion uh, when he was on the Vikings. Did he give himself a concussion or didn't he? Or didn't he, he just jack up. But he head butted the. I know he had, but I thought he messed his neck up. Neck more, more. <laughs> I know he messed his neck up, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he uh, he ended up getting a concussion later in the season, and I, I would boy. imagine oh, that that had a lot to do with it. Kids don't don't headbutt walls. Only people. No, kids don't headbutt people. I'm I'm the voice of reason for kids who listen to our podcast, as you will hear on uh, Sunday's release. Call back to uh, you know nose candy. Why? <laughs> I, I, I had to be the voice of reason and tell you not to do drugs. This is coming up a lot. Kids, don't do drugs. Let's just go to meth. Let's move them from the. No, no, kids, <laughs> kids, don't don't do any drugs. No, unless they're prescribed to you from they're a prescribed. doctor. Take those. You know, prescribed drugs. Yes, yes. Uh, straight from your doctor. No. Oh, Eric. No. Lots of orange juice. With nothing else in it. <laughs> With nothing else in it. <laughs> Yeah, I just like champ- I just like champagne glasses. What are you talking about? <laughs> Question number five. We'll see how this one goes over. An indie band started in 2010 that released the songs Total Football and Borrowed Time shares its name with a distinctive feature of an NBA Eastern Conference team's arena. What is the name of that band? Which of the two? The, the second one, I'd say. I think it's probably... Let's go with it then. I, I mean, I don't. I could sit here for an hour. I, I, I've never heard of a band called that, but then again, who knows? Yeah, I haven't either. So, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll check in. Stone Cold Gritty checked in with very little confidence. DK's trainers. Go ahead and talk it out. Obviously, the first one that comes to mind is Madison Square Garden. Square is a singular, plural. I said, do you know a band with square in the name? I don't know. I, I do don't. 2010s indie bands? The only no. other thing that like jumped in my head that could be is uh, there's a band called The Hives. Could it be like a beehive in uh, Charlotte's? Ooh, yeah. Uh, they, I think they, I think it's in the paint in those. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I think they have the honeycomb. Right, the honeycombs. But I, I know there's a band called the Hives. Sure, I've heard of That's, them. Sure. Okay. All right, we're gonna check in with the Hives. DK's trainers checked in with the Hives. Stone Cold Gritty, your answer. So we're going with something that we have never heard of a band. Um, I initially, so when you when you mentioned Eastern Conference feature, the one that jumped out at me was um, the Celtics parquet floor and so i sent that over eric then sent back because i was like the parquet floors that just something didn't sound right about that and he came back and said how about parquet court so we're gonna check in with parquet courts all right checking in with parquet courts and the correct answer is the parquet courts <laughs> are you kidding i don't know how you got I there i quit this podcast <laughs> i'm that, done that that seriously <laughs> It that that's it came from a guess of the parquet floor, like I would have initially said parquet floors, but then I, there's seriously a band called the Parquet. Talking Courts. about, I didn't know that it was called parquet. I was just like, they got that weird floor. I don't yeah, know what it's yeah. called. Move on. They talked so in the '80s. They talked about it a lot. Like that was a thing that when you when the Celtics were on the every like every announcer would talk about the parquet 
floor or court. Heading into the second half, we have the following scores. DK's trainers with 230 and Stone Cold Gritty extending their lead a bit to 330. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. And now today's third quarter, which will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question number one in the missing link. What forward in his rookie year scored the game-winning three during game three of the 1994 Eastern Conference Finals against the Knicks? Two years later, he would win the sixth man of the year award. I think you're right. I mean, that's the first thing that popped in my head and... Yeah, I I feel really confident about it. Okay. If you're confident, then. Yeah, we'll check in. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. Go ahead and discuss. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, so 94 would have been one of the Rockets. That would have been their the first of their back-to-back. The 94 would have been Pacers one, two, Right? Or did they play? Okay, yeah, because the... That's because the, the Knicks played the Knicks played the Rockets Pace. in the finals, right? One of the two years. Okay. So maybe it was the ninety four. Let, let me clarify. I misread something. Um, okay. it's the semifinals for ninety four. I'm sorry about that. That's on Ooh. me. So I'll let you change that. I oh, it's the semifinals. No, semifinals. We're right. We're right, Marcus. Not the finals. Okay. okay. I'm sorry about that. It's semifinals. I completely okay. glossed that multiple times when I read it, but it's read that again. With the, the right rookie year, scored the game-winning three during Game Three of the 1994 Eastern Conference Semifinals against the Knicks. Two years later, he would win the Sixth Man of the Year award. Sorry about that. Who did the Who did the Knicks played in the semifinals? But it was over the Knicks, so they in, beat the Knicks in Game Three. I think the Knicks in '94 didn't. I thought the Knicks lost to the Rockets in '94. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm so all. This was, so this is game three. So they didn't win the series. So they okay, lost so the series to the Knicks. Three of the 94, so but they he, he had the game winning shot in game three against okay. the semifinals. So it wasn't the Pacers because they were in the fi- the Eastern Conference finals. So we go back to the, what the very first one I sent you because they played the Bulls. You can use names, guys. We're I'm sorry. Oh, they're checked in. Yeah. I sent you Tony Kukoc. He won a six man. The time frame's right. He played for the Bulls. They beat the Bulls in the semis. They did beat the Bulls. The, the Bulls they beat the Bulls in the semis. semis. No, they beat the Bulls in the semis in game. Okay. So then, so the Knicks moved on to play the the Pacers in '94. Okay. Yeah. The Pacers I, went on. I, I I'm sorry. The Knicks went on. I'm fine with. I'm fine with that. I don't have anything better. Like she, when you get before the finals, I don't remember who played who. So if you're so pretty certain a, they played the Bulls. Yeah. 
without yeah it was jordan without or the bulls without jordan i i don't have anything else so let's okay. let's go with that let's go with uh tony kukoc stone cold ready checks in with tony kukoc dk's trainers what'd you check in with so when the question was initially asked i was thinking of a pacer because eastern conference finals so i typed over i'm like jalen rose like i'm trying to think of who it possibly could have been from the pacers and it just wasn't making sense and then Marcus typed to me, Tony Kukoc, and I knew that he had won six man of the year in 96, and I knew that the Bulls played the Knicks, but I was didn't think it was the Eastern Conference Finals. But I we pretty much went with it anyway. And I actually remember it from the last dance now, they, they, like the shot that Kukoc yeah. made. Yeah, yeah. So, so we were – I was like, let's just go with it. And then you made the correction. And then he was like, oh, I know, yeah, for sure, Tony Kukoc. And then I remember the last dance, and I was like, yeah. Okay, I feel confident. So, yeah, Tony Kukoc. And both teams are correct. Apologize for skipping over the word semi because that made, obviously made a big difference. Um, and Kukoc is the most recent player to win the sixth man and a championship in the same year. Um, so there have only been four people to do that. He's the most recent. Kevin McHale do I believe Kevin McHale Yep, did. he is on there. Uh, Bill Walton and Bobby Jones. Yep. That left shrimp then. Celtics. <laughs> that left shrimp did not win a finals with the Sonics. Sorry, Marcus. <laughs> They had a he chance. Hey, if George Carl didn't have his head so far up, you know where, and let Gary Payton guard Michael Jordan for a whole series, but no, no, no. Let's wait till we're down 3-0. That's fine. I yeah, think right. this came up in the last time we had you on. Let's, let's put Hersey Hawkins on Jordan. That, that'll, that's, that'll work. Hersey Hawkins. He's like 6-1. Get him out of there. Or no, actually, you know who he played? David Wingate. Remember David Wingate? Oh, yeah, I remember Anacious. David Wingate. David Wingate, he was like, let's put not the defensive player of the year on him. And D- David Wingate was a three and D player that couldn't make threes or play D. He took D <laughs> from Jordan in that series. <laughs> and this has been your uh, supersonic rant moment by Marcus Ellis. You're welcome. I've got more. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I love this. All right, with that, uh, question number two. What MLB team did the following Hall of Fame pitchers all pitch for? Steve Carlton, Dennis Eckersley, Bob Feller, Satchel Paige. Yes, Marcus. Want to check it in? You feel good about it? I do. Okay. Yeah, we're checked in. DK's Trainers has checked in. Stone Cold Gritty, feel free to talk. What do you got? Well, I'm trying to think of Eckersley. Um, you know, played for the the A's, the Cardinals, mm-hmm. Red Sox. I'm trying to think of who else. Um, Didn't he play for Cleveland for a minute? Like came I, up against, I, came up with Cleveland. I think so. And there might be another team in there that I'm missing. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, so that's Cleveland, Boston, Oakland, St. Louis, St. Louis. Okay. Um, Anybody else? With Major League Baseball players of that era, there could easily be another one that was in there somewhere. Yeah. So I don't know. Who's, who are the other guys? Carlton? Carlton, Feller, and Page. I mean, Fe- Carlton, at the end of his career, was playing for everybody, it seems. Now he had a stint with the Twins. and Okay. Was Feller... He was a Cardinal and a... Was he an Indian? Philly. Cardinal and Philly. So there's... So far, we got one, right? Possibly Cleveland. Possibly. 
So I'm trying so to I think page when he, he, he never, but so, well, let's, let's go with these two Eckersley and Carlton. Boston is off then. And Oakland is off. Cause he never played for either of them. Who didn't, which one Carlton, right? What can you tell me about Bob Feller? I think he pitched for the Indians. So there's at, at least, I mean, now we're going back to the area that he could have played on all of one okay. team possibly. I don't know. So if he, I think, I think we're going to, I think Cleveland might be it then. Okay. Unless I don't know where Satchel, I don't know much about Satchel Page as far as teams he played for. I think, I think he did pitch for the Indians, Page. I think that's what he came up with. Okay. You know, when he was like 42. Um, so we got, we got Cleveland for three of the four. Should we go Cleveland? I think that might be our best bet. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll check in with the Cleveland Indians. Stone Cold Gritty has checked in with Cleveland Indians and DK's trainers. What was your answer? So the first thing that came to my head was Cardinals, and I sent that over, and Scott felt good about it. He did, however, right underneath that say, I didn't realize Bob Feller ever left the Indians, so if I swayed him in the wrong direction, I really hope that that's not it. So uh, we said the St. Louis Cardinals. All right, checking out the St. Louis Cardinals. The correct answer is the Cleveland Indians. Um, so Feller did play his entire career in Cleveland. He played 18 years there, starting at the age of 17. Satchel Page debuted with Cleveland, as Josh said, at the age of 42. He played there for a couple of years. So for the other one, Steve Carlton played there for part of 87. Eckersley started his career with the Cleveland Indians in 1975. Oh, man. To be fair, Marcus, I would have never thought of Carlton for the Indians. So I, I didn't have him there, but yeah, I, I got stuck on Feller. I couldn't think of Feller on another team either. But he's so old. I just never. I don't. I don't know. I thought. I, I thought I remembered Eckersley at, for uh, the Cardinals. He definitely. Yeah. He, he definitely. Yeah. So, yep. If you technically for Satchel Page played for the St. Louis Browns, so not exactly the Cardinals, but three out of the four were St. Louis in a way. But yeah, Feller was only played for the Indians. So that was a kind of distinguishing thing for that one. So the theme link answers thus far are Tony Kukoc and the Cleveland Indians. Question number three, what UFC fighter retired on November 1st, 2020, the day after losing to Uriah Hall by a technical knockout. Which we're checked in. Okay. DK Strange checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. You can discuss it. Eric, you got anything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Give me a sec. Okay. This is not my sport. It's, it's, he's, he's, why can't I, well, I'm, I'm just having a complete, like, just blackout right now. I don't, I want to say, if I give you nicknames, does that help? Why am I spacing on his name? I, I don't know. Is it a big name? Is it somebody? Yeah. I'm yes. Hurting? No, it's, it's like one of the, the biggest names in UFC history. Okay. Let's see if I can come up with some. It's not Liddell because he retired no. earlier. Um, no, 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 Silva? No. Yes, Anderson Silva. Thank you. Okay, I've named a... like two of the three or four names I could have. <laughs> All right, him. that's it? Yep. Okay, checking that in. Stone Cold Gritty is checked in with Anderson Silva. DK's trainer is your answer. I watched this fight and pretty pretty sad considering how great he once was and I know, I know a lot of fighters, they, you know, especially they really like to go out on their own terms and 
man, he just got his ass kicked. But, yeah, it's Anderson Silva. Both teams are correct. It is Anderson Silva. Um, so he has the longest title reign in UFC history. The end of his career kind of uh, tailed off. He ended up going one and seven with a no contest, which was a win overturned by a drug test. So that was how he ended his career. So not a, he went up, it was off to a hot start, 33 and four, but then toward the tail end, kind of dropped off. Their lives still bad. And he had the grossest moment in UFC history when he broke his leg on a leg kick. Don't watch it. Unless you're into that kind of thing, do not. I, I, think, I think I saw it once. And that yeah. was more than enough. One time too many. That, right. I was like, I don't need to see that ever. Can I rewind and not see it? Because, yeah, that was just, yeah. Ugh. Kids, don't Google it. Yeah. Do not. I'm serious. Don't do it. Do meth instead. No! <laughs> don't no, do wrong. drugs, kids. Uh, you wouldn't know I work with kids, would you? All right. Keep it going. <laughs> or drugs. Listen, legal they're drugs. recovering, they're they're recovering, they're wait, recovering wait. meth addicts that he works with okay <laughs> eric works with kids and drugs <laughs> i do actually kids he does drugs. but <laughs> he's like okay anyways with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> off that note so the theme lean dancers thus far are tony kukoc the cleveland indians and anderson silva moving on to question number four what guard drafted 13th overall in the 2017 NBA draft chose his jersey number 45 as an homage to Michael Jordan and won a slam dunk contest in his rookie year? We can check in. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. So guard drafted 13th overall in 2017. Picked 45 to honor Michael Jordan. Won a slam dunk contest his rookie year. Oh, I come back dunk. like Jordan wearing the four or five and he can play games with you. So the 17 18 slam dunk contest. 18's dunk contest was uh, Donovan um, Donovan Mitchell. Does he wear 45? Uh, yes, for the Jazz, right? Jazz? Uh, that sounds right. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. We're going to go with Donovan Mitchell. Local Gritty has checked in with Donovan Mitchell and DK's trainers. What did you check in with? Yeah, we went with the same. He uh, plays for the Utah Jazz, who may or may not be moving to Seattle at some point in the future, but uh, we went with Donovan Mitchell. Both teams are correct. It is uh, Donovan Mitchell. And oh during the 2020 playoffs, um, he joined Michael Jordan and Allen Iverson as the only players to score 50-plus points twice in a single playoff series. We they can move up here if we keep those uh those red to orange like fade jerseys. Oh, I love yeah. those things. Yeah, but they'd have to go like green, green to yellow. Is it like if they? Yeah, it? totally fine. Yeah, like yeah. and they have they have to keep the name the Jazz because it doesn't make sense in Utah and it won't make sense in Seattle. <laughs> Stole it from New Orleans. <laughs> the Seattle grunge. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Grunge. Yeah, I like grunge. it. We're doing it. I'd be Their a fan right a, away. A person representing Kurt Cobain, it's just like a. So would their jerseys be like flannel shirts? <laughs> That's only the alternates. <laughs> I mean, acid wash jeans. Might rip. get a little warm playing on the court wearing your, you know, <laughs> your flannel. But no, they'll be cut off. But, yeah, hey, hey, the they, they already look better than the action green color rush BS that the Seahawks wear. Oh yeah. So the theme linked answers thus far are Tony Kukoc. The Cleveland Indians, Anderson Silva, and Donovan Mitchell. The last chance for 100 points if someone hasn't already checked in, which I'm not saying they have, and I'm not saying they haven't. So with that, we will move into 
question number five. What A-10 school became the first 15 seed to defeat a two seed when it defeated Syracuse in the 1991 NCAA tournament? We're checked in. DK's trainers checked in. What Stone Cold was, Gritty. What year was that? Uh, 1991. And Stone Cold Gritty, you can talk it out. A-10? Yes, A-10. So 91, was that, um, was that uh, UNLV or was that North Carolina? Or is that Duke still? Shit, I'm all over the place. I don't have a hat on. I don't. I I thought about that as I was you walking down the street. Not stairs. wear a hat more often, seeing as you have a perfect game. Um, yeah, but this perfect being perfect right now has nothing to do with me. It has to do with parquet courts. <laughs> luck. That's what it has to do with. Yeah. Uh, they say a lot of perfect games come down to luck. So, um, Syracuse, A10. How many A10 schools can you name? I can name Richmond. I can name. Richmond's the first one that came up, the Spiders. And they've definitely made the tournament a number of times. They have a pretty decent program. We're going to so we'll go with go th- uh, Richmond. All right, checking in with Richmond and DK's trainers. What are you checking in with? So it's not the same school, but in uh, my favorite basketball will be Coach Carter. They play for Rich what? Richmond. Rich what? Richmond. So we went with Richmond as well. And both teams are correct. It is the uh, University of Richmond. And they are the only school to win NCAA, NCAA tournament games as a 12, 13, 14, and 15 seeds. So they provided upsets being all of those, which is pretty impressive. Should change their name to Upset University. Yeah. Or Cinderella U. That's Gonzaga. The theme links answers are Tony Kukoc, the Cleveland Indians, Anderson Silva, Donovan Mitchell, and the University of Richmond. And um, we did have a team check in after uh, question number three. Okay. Then we can give our. Yeah, we don't have to send it. Yeah. So. So we're going to go with nicknames of spiders or used to be the spiders or. Yeah, nickname spiders. Spider. All right. So us. Us, you're checking in with. Yeah. All right. Stone Cold Grady's checked in with spiders and uh, DK's trainers. Again, you checked in after uh, question number three. So go ahead and tell us what you checked in with. So um, after the Anderson Silva question, I'm looking at our chat and I said scumbags. <laughs> and, and then I just said, and you know, we had a good laugh. And then I said, uh, Anderson's nickname is Spider. And he said, oh, and Scott said, oh, the Indians used to be called the Spiders. I go, could that be Coach's name? I don't know. Sure. So we checked in with Spiders as a nickname. All right. Also checked in with Spiders. And so that is the correct answer. Um, so they all had nicknames involving the word Spider. So Tony Kukoc was known as the Spider from Split because um, he's from Split, Croatia. So that's a very lesser known nickname. That's why I was the first. <laughs> but there's that. Uh, Cleveland Indians were known as the Spiders from 1887 to 1899. Anderson Silva nicknamed Spider. Donovan Mitchell is nicknamed Spida, which is not as he said it's not Spider, but it's close enough to it. Um, so I was fine with that. And Spider. Then, <laughs> and finally, University of Richmond's mascot is known as the Spiders. Well done, guys. Way to get that after the third. And who knows? Maybe the Cleveland baseball team will once again be called the Spiders. Maybe they probably so. should. That would be awesome. We, we were right. calling Ku Coach the Croatian spider. Red web it, right on the right on the front really of the. I mean, why wouldn't you just go back to your pre- the previous name if you're going to yeah. change it? It would have and some really good, uh, some really good for uniforms. like for a professional sports league. Beautiful. Yeah. 
do yeah, it. Really good, really right? good uniforms and easy marketing. There isn't. That's weird that there's not one at at all. Yeah, in right. any of the big four, there's not one spiders. Like, even is there, I mean, I'm not familiar with all of the WNBA teams. Is there one there's, that snuck in recently? I don't think not. there's a spiders. No. The is there like some sort of weird MLS team that spiders? Yeah, either. I was gonna say, is there a weird like indoor soccer team or something? Probably. Probably. Mason would be the one asked. Probably. Hey, uh, Mason, hey, are you... sure. You know what? Mason. There might be a Quidditch team. Oh, oh, problem. Richmond, University of Richmond's Quidditch team. <laughs> Mason, are you Croatian? <laughs> There's. This is very Croatian heavy. There's just two. Yeah, Croatian heavy. That's heavy. Shout out to the Major League Lacrosse Seattle Seawolves. <laughs> I had the missing link round before the pre and post game. So that that, that round was our, the link was our. Right. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. That was, that was, no, that was a good one, Mason. That was a good thing. I would have missed that link completely until that last question. Once I once I said Richmond Spiders in my head, I'm like Anderson Silver's the spider. Yeah, we were it. fully prepared to go with all scumbags after the third question. Like <laughs> Todd Bertuzzi, Todd Bertuzzi was not in. Right. We, yeah, we were waiting for, for the next two to come up. John, John Calipari was not in there. We're Rick like Catino. The last I mean, two were Todd Bertuzzi. Was Tony Kukoc? Dick Weber. Urban Meyer. Hey, Urban Meyer, you're a scumbag. Jerry Sandusky, none of them were on there. Yet. Right, we're, no, we're waiting Dick for Weber would have not Dick been Weber. On there. No. Oh yeah, he would. No, <laughs> American <laughs> treasure, Pete Weber. Weber. Pete Weber. Scumbag. Hey, who do you think you are? I am. That was that was a uh, Dick Weber's quote, and Pete Weber still. Yeah. See. <laughs> <laughs> he learned it from watching him. He said, "Dad, yes. I learned it from watching you." That's right. Exactly. exactly. Didn't Dick Here's Weber call that timeout for ambassador of bowling? <laughs> Didn't Dick Weber call that timeout for Michigan to get him that? Exactly. <laughs> that, was right. his, that was his son, Chris. It wasn't Indomitian Sue that stepped on that Packers player. It was Nick it was Weber. Dick, Dick Weber. Weber. Dick Weber's the new Chuck Norris facts. You know what? <laughs> this the is the opposite. Is it too soon for the title of the episode to be Dick Weber Strikes Again? You are besmirching <laughs> a good man's reputation. His son did that for him. Yeah. Yeah. His son. Not he's a living. Him. He's a living embodiment of his father. <laughs> Wait, is oh, Dick dead? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> well, I don't uh, think so. No, maybe he's not. Hey, he's probably listening to this podcast. He likes hey, me. It's the rest of you guys. <laughs> they got pills for that. Come no, on. I want to look at it. Eric's got him. He works with drugs. <laughs> kids drugs so they don't need that oh yeah he kids. died in 2005 kids drugs <laughs> Dick, Weber's no, Dick Weber is not listening to our podcast unless you know is he listening posthumously is, baby's, uh, baby's first bump <laughs> alright this has gotten <laughs> Gerber makes it it's fine that's what this podcast does now yeah. That's what it we you play for a while and then it gets out of hand. It's very lowbrow today. Listen, when one team has has a perfect game and gets freaking, I don't even know how to sit parquet courts. You're just gonna have a good time after. Hey, that. you got more points than the last one just because we answered them all. You still got more points. So I know. Out. I'm just saying it's still a perfect game. I'm I'm rooting for you guys. That was just a that parquet courts was just a diving catch in the outfield. Yeah, that, look, every perfect game's got one. <laughs> No, that was David Tyree. Like, it should never happen again. <laughs> so after the third quarter, we have 
a bit of a narrowing in the lead. So DK's trainers has 430 and Stone Cold Gritty has 480. And that brings us to the fourth quarter known as put your fours up. So the categories for today are as follows. Question one, unexpected MVP. Question two, wire to wire. Question three, walk the line. Question four, serving for their country. And question five, you missed the point. First one is NBA. The second one is golf. The third one is MLB. The fourth one, tennis. And the fifth one is the NFL. Now that the wages are in, uh, on to the questions. So we'll start with question number one in the category of unexpected MVP. What Celtic scored 28 points and grabbed 15 rebounds in the pivotal game five of the 1981 NBA Finals against the Houston Rockets, earning the finals MVP after helping the Celtics clinch, clinch the very next game? What checked in? Case trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty. Go ahead and talk it out. Well, we were, came up with, I think the starters for that team were um, Bird, Parrish, Tiny Archibald, Chris Ford, and Cedric Maxwell, with McHale being the sixth man. I think that was one of his years where he won sixth man of the year. We figured Bird and Parrish are more, would have been more expected, and McHale would have been an expected name. Yeah. Um, Archibald's point guard, I think 15 rebounds would be a little much. Yeah, I think that's that's Chris a- Ford was their shooting guard. He's the guy who made the first three pointer when after yeah. that. So that's I it, Maxwell. I think was their it's one of their forwards. Forward. It's probably small forward. Yeah. Um, or power forward. I don't know which one Bird would have been, but he was, he was probably more likely to get rebounds. So I I would lean um, Cedric Maxwell more than I got. So I right. like it. We'll check in with uh, Cedric. Uh, Cornbread Maxwell. Checking it with Cedric Maxwell for how many points? Oh, uh, 100. Uh, DK's trainers, what was your answer and wager? Uh, well, we didn't name the entire roster because we're not Eric and Josh, uh, but we wagered 100 points and we checked in with Dave Collins. Checked in with Dave Collins. And the correct answer is Cedric Maxwell with Bird, Mikhail Parrish, and Archibald on the team. It was kind of unexpected that Cedric Maxwell would be the one to win the MVP, but the last three games, he basically went off and ended up leading them to finals championship. Question number two in the category of wire to wire. What German golfer was the last one to win the U.S. Open wire to wire leading after all four rounds? He also made a crucial putt to help Europe come back to win the 2012 Ryder Cup. Well, yeah, we're checked in. DK's trainers checked in. So stone cold, gritty. Go ahead and talk about German golfers. I only know Martin Keimer. I don't know if I can come up with one. So let's, I, if you know he's a German golfer, let's go. What I got? I mean, I don't know if he's won anything. I don't he's know. He's fairly either. recent. I mean, because we said the 2012 Ryder Cup, so it is within the last, you know. Oh, decade. I missed the year. Okay. So it wouldn't yeah. be more recent. So yeah, go with it. I, I got no All right. Now we're going to go with uh, Martin Keimer. And checking in with Martin Keimer for how many points? 50. For 50 points and DK's trainers, your answer wager. We chose to select the German golfer Hans Gruber. How many points did you wager? Zero. Um, well, the correct answer is Martin Keimer. Um, so he won the 2010 PGA Championship, uh, defeating Bubba Watson in a three hole playoff and actually was. Uh, 
Bay leader uh, was number one for eight weeks in 2011. So right around that time was when he was big. But ho ho ho. <laughs> Where's my Who T-shirt so I can? Hold that it that is a uh, a Christmas movie. Everyone can agree on that, please. I'll sh- I'll break my computer right now. 100%. That's totally a Christmas movie. Thank you. It's one of the greatest uh, Christmas movies of all time. I'm I'm going to abstain. It's not because I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Okay. He just doesn't never, think it's a good. Movie. I've never seen it. Oh, what? he's never seen. It. I haven't. That's either. why. Well, Mason, oh, that's not no, a surprise I, when you I, say. I, I, yeah, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not it's probably more of a surprise for me than it is for Mason. You. He just did a Hans Gruber impression. You have no idea what. That- <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. Who am I supposed to know hey, that is? This is just validation. I, I, that was, yeah, thanks. That, that, I, that's up there with movies that you should see in life. Like that's. It's not a sports. It's movie one. Fair. It's one that you should watch on Christmas. Uh, question number three in the category of walk the line: What Hall of Fame outfielder was intentionally walked the greatest number of times in a single game, being intentionally walked five times in a sixteen-inning game versus the Reds in nineteen ninety? We're checked in. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty, feel free to discuss. So it's going to be somebody who's got some decent pop, probably. Maybe, right? maybe the. I don't know. I don't. It's it's more or less pick a team and hope that we pick the right team and pick the big guy on the team. So Cardinals, the Cubs. Only guy I can think on the Cardinals back then is Ozzie Smith. Yeah, and he he wouldn't get intentionally walked. He's not. He wasn't a big RBI, you know, home no. run threat or that. Um, Phillies maybe. Who Cruck? Cruck Dykstra. I don't, I don't see Cruck getting walked five times intentionally. Okay, so then we go to Cubs. Who's their big guy back then? Andre Dawson. Was he a RBI guy? I think he, I, I, I mean, I don't think he was a huge home run guy, but I think he was their RBI guy. I don't, I mean, we're talking the whole East though. You could have like the Mets and. Okay. Phillies, I, and Braves, the I, Pirates. I the Pirates were pretty good in the early nineties. You know, they, they, they seemed to make it to the, they came out of the East quite a bit, but I don't think Bonds wasn't. Bonilla? He, he, well, it could be Bonilla. So it's Bonds and Bonilla on that team. I don't know. I maybe Bobby Bonilla. Sure, I got nothing better. Bonds Bonds wasn't the the home run threat at that time. He was more. Yeah, he was uh, skinnier back then. Was, I don't remember. Was, I don't know why. But I think Bonilla was the bigger he got threat. On a strict regimen. <laughs> just eating healthy and working out hard. We put, on that, we put him on that Lex Luger plane. Right. Is Bobby Bonilla from Louisiana? Did did did? Ooh. <laughs> Hey, hey, every person I write about is from Louisiana. No, they're either from Croatia or Louisiana. <laughs> Same difference. Um, I, I say Bobby Bonian just cut, cut our losses. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless you like Dawson, you you cut you were on him yeah. for a minute, but I mean, yeah, I just I think he was their like their cleanup hitter, but I think Bonilla was much more more of a threat. I think. Yeah. All right. Should we go with Bonilla? I like it. We'll check in with Bobby Bonilla. Checking with Bobby Bonilla for how many points? 81. 81 points. And DK's trainers, go ahead and give us your answer and wager. Yeah, we do a lot of names out there throughout Bonds, um, but he's not a Hall of Famer. So oh, that too. So it didn't make oh, sense. Oh, Bonilla's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, oh, it didn't make sh- sense for us to go with him. Um, I threw out Andre Dawson. I That's kind of someone that I was thinking actually I typed Andrew Dawson I turned him into an investment banker but uh Andre Dawson uh and then we threw out, I was just thinking of other names throughout like Tony Gwynn 
Um, but eventually we checked in with 100 points uh, with Dave Winfield. Ooh. Checking in with Dave Winfield for 100 points. Well, this particular player was leading the NL in home runs and RBIs at this particular junction. That's a lot of this came situationally. Um, twice it was to load the bases, um, the last one not paying off. Because in the 16th inning, uh, Dave Clark walked it off with a single right after him. On uh, the correct answer, both teams mentioned him, Andre Dawson. Great. Totally. I missed the, I missed the I, Hall of Fame I, part I, of it. I had it written down, but then I wasn't looking at that part. I kept looking at the year when I was looking down on my paper. But I guess I I don't know if I could have told you that Andre Dawson was in the Hall of Fame. I wasn't sure either, yeah, to be quite honest. But, uh, he was walked in the first, eighth, twelfth, fourteenth, and sixteenth innings. So hmm. in the extra innings, he was basically just getting a free pass to get to the next person. Ninth uh, inning with one out, they surrendered a hit. It was a bunt single. <laughs> Oof. Hey, guess what? We're not getting a perfect game, Scott. So I, so I that's know. what he just I mentioned. Yeah. Yep. They'll get the W. Who cares? I feel like that's more of an error at first than anything. Hey, fun fact about no hitters. Chris Bazio has we, one. We yeah. Bill Buckner did. <laughs> yeah. With that, we'll move on to question number four in the category, serving for their country. The 2015 U.S. Open Women's Singles Tournament was the only one in women's tennis history to feature two players from what country in the finals? The loser of this match was part of the most recent pair to complete a career Grand Slam in doubles in 2014. Yeah. All right. We'll check in. Stone Cold Gritty checked in. DK's trainers, go ahead and talk it out. All right. So our joke answer, the one that was almost checked in, is I put Vatican City because in my head, two nuns playing uh, tennis would be hilarious. (laughs) That's the one time where zero is not called love. They call it none. (laughs) One of them won 40 nuns. Tennis humor. Right? I did not love that joke at all. Oh! Nice. Nice. France. Can we just go with France and call I, it? I, I like I like France better than some of the other ones. It, okay. We're going to say France. Checking in. Checking in with France for how many points? Zero. All right. And uh, Stone Cold Gritty, what did you check in with and how many points did you wager? So uh, we checked in with Italy um, just based on something I can remember picturing scrolling through um, when I was trying to write a question for my upcoming game, which I think I'm going to scratch now because... It's going to be too similar to this one. Um, oh, I wouldn't the be whole, the, first the, the whole game? <laughs> no, yes, the entire game is scratched. Yeah. It's going to be all the, the game will just be all pre and post game. I, I thought the game was just a Croatian Louisiana game. That's that's what you meant. So no, we checked in with Italy. How many points? Uh, zero. Um, so the two participants in the finals were Roberta Vinci and Flavia oh. Panetta, and they are both from. Italy. Uh, so Vatican City was surprisingly close. See? <laughs> throwing that answer out there. Vinci defeated Serena Williams in the semifinals to prevent her from getting the calendar Grand Slam that year. Oh. Question five in the category of you missed the point. The end of a December 2003 game between the Jaguars and the Saints came to be known as the River City Relay due to the 75-yard three-lateral touchdown that brought the game within one with no time left on the clock. What kicker missed the extra point that would have sent the game to overtime, eliminating the Saints from playoff contention? We can check in. DK's trainers checked in. Stone Cold Gritty, go ahead and talk it out. I've seen this like a hundred times. This is like in like the craziest finishes. Anytime you watch them on YouTube, this game comes up. 
How many Saints kickers can you name? Lutz, uh, Anderson. No. So, see, so yeah, I went too recent and then too far back. <laughs> Garrett Hartley. I don't. That's not far back enough, is it? Oh three. Is it a feely? <laughs> is it a feely? <laughs> um, one of one of many what? feelies. <laughs> There's two feelies. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> There's only two, but okay. Uh, and only one's a kicker, so I mean. <laughs> the fighting feelies. Uh, oh, crap. They don't seem to keep kickers for more than a few years, or like they had a stretch where they had like a kicker for a couple of years and a kicker for a couple of years. They had John Carney for a minute. He would have probably still been around. 90s? In the, into the thought, early aughts. I don't know. I like Garrett Hartley, John Carney, or Feely. A Feely. That's just a. you're gonna cover all of the bases here. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if Hartley goes back far enough. So if out of those, I'd say Carney is probably more likely. He's in that time. He's in that frame. So I mean, I don't know. I think I, he I did go name. to New Orleans. He was. No, I know he was. I yeah. just know, not sure when. All right, John Carney. Checking in with John Carney for how many points? Uh, one hundred. Checking in John Carney for 100 points. And DK's trainer is your answer and wager. Good God almighty. Just get one wrong. We get did. It. As Chris Berman would say, chili con Carney. The answer is freaking John Carney. How many points did you wager? 100. Wager 100. Um, so the correct answer is John Carney. Um, so he had a six-year stint. In New Orleans, um, yeah, Garrett Hartley didn't come for a couple years later, and John Casey okay. played one year with the Saints uh, in 2011. Mm, so, okay. and uh, Jay Feely has never played for the Saints. <laughs> so, uh, don't know where you got that from. So, Brooks, Aaron Brooks threw it to Dante Stallworth, lateraled it to Michael Lewis, lateraled it to Deuce McAllister, who lateraled it to Jerome Payton. Was the oh, one that's oh, Washington God. Husky great Jerome Payton? Okay, oh, <laughs> here we go. Coach Hazlitt, Jim Hazlitt, um, was the one that. Earlier in the season, said he'd stake his life on John Carney. He trusts him so much. And after the game, he said uh, about those comments, then I'd probably be dead right now. He's one of the great all-time kickers. I never would have guessed this would happen. So the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. DK's trainers finishes with 330 points, and our clipboard captains of the game were receiving the coveted Stan Gelbaugh Award with 649 points is Stone Cold Gritty. So congratulations on your victory, gentlemen. Anything you have to say, Josh and Eric, before we wrap it up? No, great game. Bound back. You carried me where I needed to be carried. Likewise. I mean, like usual, I I, I find I'm getting much better at re- knowing things from writing questions. That's where a lot of this comes from. And, and Mason, I do appreciate the, um, I mean, there wasn't really a lot of hockey in there. So, but I did appreciate the office question. So thank you. No problem. He had like a hockey thing in there, <laughs> like in the beginning, Lindros, and a pre and post game. Yeah, so half of that, you know, yeah, yeah. Eric yeah. Lindros. <laughs> Is it Lindros or Lindros? I always heard it Lindros. I thought it was Lindros. That's why I went with it that way. It, but either way, it's close enough. Yeah, Marcus, anything you'd like to say before we wrap it up? It's- there's a lot of things that I'd like to say, but I'm going to keep it brief because I talked a lot on this podcast about a lot of things that I'm sure some people are going to listen to and go, what is he even talking about? So what I will say is you guys are the best. I appreciate you guys having me on and uh, 
Anytime you guys need a last minute uh, sub in, I will gladly do that. No problem. So Marcus really appreciate that. And we do appreciate you being a, a Patreon supporter. Um, uh, and we, we didn't mention that in the beginning. So um, thank you for being one of those who are willing to say, Hey, here's a little cash. Keep this thing going. So we appreciate it. I appreciate you guys for having me on. And again, you guys are the best. Appreciate it. Well, thank you, Scott. You got anything to add? Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not surprised. Right, I'm editing yeah. this so this can easily be. This was a lot of fun for me, Marcus. Thanks a lot, man, for indulging me. Um, you know, if you're if this is the first episode you listen to, I lose a lot. If you're an avid listener of the show, I lose a lot. Um, but this may have been my most fun loss that I've had on the show so far. So it was definitely a good time. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, election results may or may not be in. Who knows what's going on by the time you listen to this. But regardless, I am protesting not the election, but Eric and Josh as a team uh, for the near future. So I just want to make that known. Thanks for listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.